I think I saw a tweet once where someone said, you know, I hate people that have so much energy in the morning, like give me time to defrost. And that is definitely me. I need time to, you know, warm up a bit. Can't have too much energy in the morning. Hello, listener. My name is V, the voice of Pod, and I am the host of Podcaster. Podcaster is a show where I ask podcast creators a number of random questions. Then they give spontaneous, open and honest answers about life and the podcast they have created. Hello, Podcaster. Hello. Please introduce yourself and your podcast to our listeners. Right, my name is Jasmine and I am one half of Black Girls Living podcast. My co-host is Vic. Thank you for joining us, Jasmine. How are you today? I'm okay. I'm a bit scared that I'm speaking to a computer slash robot, but I'm feeling good. Weather's lovely at the moment. So yeah, I'm feeling very good. Positive. Weekend's approaching as well. Are you ready? Yes. Great, let's begin. Why did you decide to start your podcast? Um, there was not really a rhyme or reason as to why we started the podcast, but it was just um, because of a random voice note that I sent to Vic one day. I think I was complaining about Nicki Minaj and Vic was laughing and she said, you know, you need a, a podcast. And... Um, yeah, I think I said to her, I just said, I would never do a podcast without you. Like, if I was going to do a podcast, you'd have to be on it as well. Um, and I think about a month later, Vic came back to me and she said, you know what, I think we should give it a go. And then we decided to record a pilot um, and see how we felt about it, if we were comfortable, what the reaction would be. And um, yeah, I guess history was made Um and I guess we decided to make it about mental health primarily because Vic and I, we were pretty much each other's shoulder to cry on. Um, she was the first person who spoke about mental health openly with me. And um, equally, she was, the, she was the first person or the person I felt most comfortable to speak about my mental health with as well. So we just thought if we could do that and have a podcast about it, we can just show everyone that there's there's no stigma behind mental health or there shouldn't be anyway. And, you know, we are literally just two black girls living with mental health, with so many other stuff. Um, so, yeah, we just wanted a space that feels safe for um, our listeners and allow us, allow our listeners rather, to be able to seek help when they needed to. What do you hope people take away from listening to your podcast? Um, I hope people take away the fact that, you know, there is no taboo when it comes to mental health and you shouldn't feel scared to ask for help. Um, I also hope that people feel that they're less alone. Uh, we've had a lot of feedback, you know, that our podcast has encouraged people to go and seek therapy or um you know has brightened their day or you know there's some there's been so much positive feedback that I just really hope that people I guess I guess it's more so just hoping that people feel less alone um because I know how beneficial it was to me to know that 
I'm not the only person that's suffered or gone through depression or suffered with social anxiety. Um, so yeah, I, I hope people take that away at the very least. Even if we just help one person, as cliche as it sounds, um, I think would see that as a job well done. What small things in life annoy you more than they should? Oh, that's a tough one. Hmm. What small things annoy me? I think what annoys me is when people walk very slowly in um, a train station or a shopping centre. I just feel like when you live in London especially, time is money. So why are you strolling in London? I just don't understand that and that really, really annoys me. And I guess also um, people that don't wait for you to get off the train before you before they get on. That's another thing. I, ju- I just think the train's not going to leave without you. Just allow me space to, to get off the train. So yeah, that's it. How popular were you at school? In primary school, I was very popular. I was definitely the it girl. Uh, and then secondary school, I wasn't so popular. I was a bit of a... I would say I was a supporting act. You know, there's the main character and there's the supporting act. So um, I guess Vampire Diaries, there was Elena. I think I was the Bonnie. I think I was the Bonnie in school. But I think I think I, I, I did quite well. Um, I think I would also describe myself as a bit of a butterfly. I wanted and I had friends in different sort of groups, different backgrounds. Um, So yeah, I think I was a bit of a butterfly, but I liked it that way. And I liked being the... Oh, that sounds a bit weird. I guess, yeah, I did like being the supporting actress. Um, Just because I guess there's there's not so much pressure of uh, people looking... I wouldn't say looking up to you, but I, I think when you're popular, there's a lot of pressure to perform. And I never felt that pressure to perform in secondary school. Are you an early riser or a night owl? Oh, a night owl, definitely. I cannot stand waking up early. Uh, I'm not a morning person at all. I don't understand people that are have a lot of energy in the morning. And I think I saw a tweet once where someone said, you know, I hate people that have so much energy in the morning, like give me time to defrost. And that is definitely me. I need time to, you know, warm up a bit. Can't have too much energy in the morning. And my nights are just filled with binge watching TV, really. What is the best part of making your podcast? The best part is that I'm, you know, speaking with, you know, one of my closest friends, like one of my best friends. Um, so it doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like a task. It just literally feels like we meet up, we hang out, we have a chat and it happens to be recorded. Um, so I guess it's, it's that element of it, the social element of it. And also I think the other part of it is knowing as well that people enjoy it, I think. Um, so I think knowing that we have listeners that are you know, even when it comes to Love Island, for example, we've just started our mini-sodes. And the reason why we started that is because we love Love Island so much that we didn't want our normal podcast episodes to just be full of Love Island content. So we just thought, let's just do a whole separate um, 
podcast episode about it. And that's turned into a mini series and people are like really taken to it. People are saying, oh, I can't wait to see your opinions or your thoughts on Love Island. So I think it's just having our listeners involved in the conversation as well. I just find that really exciting. So it's something I look forward to every week. Do you dwell on regrets? All the time. A lot more than I should really. Um, I regret a lot of things. Sometimes, you know what, most of the time I regret spending money. So when it comes towards payday and, you know, just before payday, you're, you're really on your last penny. That's the time when I'm like, oh, I really shouldn't have bought that burger on the first of the month. Or, oh, I didn't have to buy that from Amazon. Or, oh, I shouldn't have looked on eBay earlier in the month. So I think, yeah, I'm I'm that kind of person. I constantly dwell on regrets. I'm not really the person that sort of moves on. I want to change that about myself, but I think it's it's definitely ingrained. You've qualified for the Olympic Games. What event will you be competing in? Oh, it would 100% be the 100-metre sprint. One, because I have zero stamina and I cannot do long-distance running at all. Uh, I think there was a time in year, f- was it year, f- no, year seven, no, year eight, I'm going to keep changing the year, but I remember in secondary school, my classmates put me in it and they made me run the 1600 meters, I think, I think I was able to do one lap and I walked the rest because I was really, really bad at it, I'm definitely not a long distance runner and I was quite good at running when I was younger and I used to compete well I competed once when I was in primary school and I came third and I was running it was it was mixed running so I was running with boys as well so I was really proud of myself that I came third on the 100 meter sprint where is your happy place oh that's a tough question I have lots of happy places sometimes it could be just in the cinema sometimes I go to the cinema by myself what I'll do is I'll get a mojito or a passion fruit martini from M&S. I might get a couple of those. I'll go to the cinema, watch my film by myself. I like it that way because, you know, there's no one asking you questions about a film that you both haven't seen before. Um, There's no distractions. I think you really get immersed in the film that way. And another happy place for me is... Sounds weird, but shisha bar. I love shisha places. They always have a very good energy and vibe about the place. Um, it's it's a really sh- social event as well. So usually going with a loved one. So yeah, I love that. Or being with family. I love my family. So yeah, I'm very much family orientated. So yeah. Hot or cold? Oh, this is a hard one. I would say hot, but only if it's not in the UK. In the UK, I prefer cold. Oh, hot hot or cold? Are you talking about drinks or food? Or are you talking about weather? Okay, if you're talking about weather, I prefer hot, but in another country. Because currently, anyway, in London, there's zero breeze when it's hot. So it's really suffocating. And also, our houses are made to keep heat inside. So... I just rely on a fan constantly when I'm in the UK. But when I'm abroad, definitely hot. Um, I don't think I'd go somewhere knowing that it's going to be cold. Um, I'd love to see Iceland though, but um, equally it's cold. 
Um, hot or cold food, definitely hot food. Even in the summer, I prefer hot food. Can you tell us a secret about your co-host? Um, it's a worst kept secret, I would say. And she would totally hate me for saying this. But her secret is that whenever we go out, she will buy anything that has sweet chilli or chicken in it. And she's in denial about this, but I've been out with her several times. And every time we've gone out, she'll pretend that she's going to get something else. She'll be like, oh, should I get this? Should I get that? Or should I get the sweet chilli chicken burger or something like that? I know in my head that she's going to get the sweet chilli chicken burger. But it will take her about 10 minutes to eventually decide, yeah, I'm going to get the sweet chilli chicken burger. But she seems to think that that's not the case. Um, But yeah, that's definitely Vic. If you could join a band tomorrow, what band would it be? It would be the Spice Girls. I know they're, um, I don't know if they've split up or if they just, you know, if they're seasonal now. But I think I would join them for a season just because I think that they had amazing energy. They were iconic. Their songs were fun. Their songs were sometimes a bit naughty, but we didn't realise because, you know, it was sung so well. Uh, And I just love, I love watching them perform as well. And I would be interested to know what kind of spice I would be. What does love feel like? Um, there is a song by Wale and Usher, and I forgot what it's called now, but they use a sample in the beginning, and I think it was the perfect analogy for love, and I think it's like a roller coaster, where, you know, you're going up, and, you know, you're not sure what's going to happen next, you're a bit uh, anxious, you're... You're worrying about, you know, what the future could hold, you know, what's going to happen next. It's excitement, but also scary. Uh, And then you get to the top and you're thinking, oh, no, have I gone too far? Do have I made a mistake? And then you go down the roller coaster and there's a mixture of butterflies, of course. And then there's also that dread, that fright. And then... You're thinking, oh shit, am I going to go upside down? Am I going to go higher? Am I going to go faster? When is it going to stop? Um, but ultimately, there's no stopping it. Um, so yeah, I think love is like a roller coaster. And sometimes you want to get off, but it's too late. What are you too scared to try? Hmm. What am I too scared to try? I don't know if I am too scared to try anything. Oh, I don't know if I can say this because it's a bit naughty. I'm going to say it and then you can take it out if you need to. I'm scared to try anal. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this because I think it will hurt. <laughs> oh gosh, next question. <laughs> In what areas of your life are you settled? I would say um, definitely not my love life. I would say career. 
I would say it took me a long time to get to where I am right now. And I think as well, because I went to uni and I studied journalism and I got a journalism degree, I think I felt a lot of pressure to actually take journalism forward. And because of that, I was unsure of what jobs to take. And I was taking different jobs, kind of related to journalism, but, you know, more to do with marketing and, you know, B2B uh, business sales and everything like that. But ultimately it didn't bring me joy and that's why I kind of I think in a way I have been able to get to a point where because I'm doing the podcast and it's something that I love and it's my creative outlet I think it's made me more settled in my um, full-time job just because I'm getting what I need out of the podcast Um, so I'm very fortunate for that and I think I've got to a point where I've definitely put stability over everything else I think as long as I find a stable job I'm quite happy to stay there now of course it should bring some sort of fulfillment and challenge well I would like that personally but um yeah I think ultimately for me stability is key Uh, so yeah I feel like I'm quite settled in my career but everything else is very very shit what is the worst gift you've ever received Hmm. I think it's hmm. maybe I'm being a bit coy but I would say I haven't received a worst gift I think maybe oh let me think I'm sure I have received a bad gift I'm sure I have it's it's more because I'm I'm a I'm a bad gift giver. So I keep thinking of the worst gifts I've received, but it's really gifts I've bought for other people, which is really, really bad. Um You know what I would say pajamas. And the reason I got these pajamas, I got them from my sister, is because I had these orange stripy shorts. If um you guys listening know what I'm speaking about, it's shorts that we wore to PE and they were in a bright orange. And my sister hated them with a passion. So that Christmas, she bought me some pyjamas just because she couldn't stand to see me wear these orange shorts anymore. So, I mean, I appreciated the gift, but I still wore the orange shorts. So it wasn't a worse gift, but it probably would have been better if I got like a perfume or something. Is your glass half full or half empty? Um, I used to think I was a glass half full kind of person, but I think as time has gone on, I've realised that I'm I'm quite miserable. I try not to be that way, um, but I do also think that uh, my co-host Vic, she's definitely a glass half full person, and she she tries to bring that side out of me. So even if I moan to her or complain, she'll be the one to be like, oh, you know, I don't think it's that bad, or you know, you don't have to worry, or you know, she's definitely someone that can bring me up. Um, but I do, in a weird way, I think I'm very uh, moany, but I am the glass half full person to my friends, if that makes sense. So I'm definitely the person that people will come to and ask for advice, or I'm the person that will lift them up. But ultimately, I think I'm a glass half empty person. Do we control our own destiny? I think to an extent, 
uh, I think where it starts to go wrong is when we're born because of course we don't control being born we're just in this world uh, we don't pick our parents we don't pick our family members and I think that uh, you know obviously how you're brought up and how you're raised and your environment is key to what your destiny could be and I think that a lot of people think it's very easy to work your way out of, let's say, poverty, for example, but I don't think that's the case. Um, I think getting out of poverty is a lot to do with luck um, and it's not as easy as working hard. I think some of the most hardworking people I know um, are not wealthy. So, um, And some of the, the wealthiest people I know do not work very hard so um I definitely think to an extent uh I think where we do have control is our choices um f- you know uh it's very it's a very extreme example but where it comes to you know committing crimes or um friends that we keep the people that we keep around us um I think those people can you know make a difference in a negative way or positive way so I think in in that respect there are some elements that we can control but I think um, our upbringing is probably key to where we end up in life what podcast episode has been your biggest achievement Uh, I would say probably episode 88 which was titled when will it stop Um, it happened um, right after the tragic murder of uh, George Floyd and we recorded that episode not even intending to to speak about it really Um, it just happened to you know come out in conversation in the podcast episode and within that episode we ended up talking about our experiences with racism or microaggressions and you know how people can be allies i mean we weren't even telling people you know this is how you can be an ally like a step step by step guide it was just a case of us just speaking but the reaction to it was um just incredible um so many people were sharing the episode so many people were you know, put it, putting us on lists that I don't think we deserve to be on, to be honest, you know, people started saying, you know, this is a podcast to listen to um, if you want to learn more about racism. And we're just like, oh my gosh, like we're not, we're not um, activists, we're not experts, you know, like there's so many other sources of information that are better than us. Um, but I think the reaction to it was really, really good. And I do think it has or had made a difference in you know, some of our listeners that weren't previous listeners either, we, we gained a lot of new new listeners. And I think even if they took one or two things away, um, it would definitely make a difference. And I know that, you know, my co-host Vic, she also got messages of, you know, people she's worked with before saying, you know, I'm so sorry about your experience. And, you know, I realised that it was wrong at the time, but I should have, I should have said something and I didn't. So I apologise. So I think a lot of... um good things came out of that episode but of course it was bittersweet because it was off the back of you know a black man being killed um so yeah I I mean I guess it was an achievement in the respect of I think it was educational for a lot of people even if it was unintentional 
What's the best part of living your life? Oh, I like how you put living in there. Um, I think the best part is, you know, that I have a beautiful child who I, of course, love dearly. And I have a very strange looking cat, Bella, who is a hairless cat that is very loving, very affectionate. She's laying right next to me now. Um, I think also it's the little things such as, you know, being healthy, um, not struggling for financially, having shelter over my head. Um, so I think sometimes we, we forget how lucky we are, um, you know, just to be able to live life. Just little things like just being able to go to the cinema in peace. You know, a lot of people would kill for that kind of freedom. And um, yeah, I think just being able to have a life where I'm happy and content and can look after my loved ones I think is the best part. That's all the questions completed. How did you find the experience? Oh, it was brilliant. It was interesting. A lot to think about. Um, I'm not very good at thinking on the spot as well. So, yeah, it was a bit of a challenge, but I enjoyed it. Thank you again, Jasmine, for being a guest on Podcaster. It was nice to meet you. Oh, thank you for having me. It was great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcaster. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate and review. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PodcasterPod. This podcast was brought to you by the Chancer Collective. Take care and until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.